Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, are we podcasting? Are we podcasting? I think we're podcasting. We're back in the podcast office. Yep. And Kristen got a new notebook, I see. Is that new? Yeah. Well, yeah, because I spilled Z-Quill all over my old one, and oh. everybody makes fun of my yellow pads that I flipped the pages too loudly, so I thought I'd class up and get like a from the airport. It's so nice. I got my purple, purple. You know I love purple. My purple notebook. Gosh. It has all my strong thoughts in it, so there's exactly three pages written Ooh. in there. I feel, I pity the fool that looks at my notes and tries to make sense of them. They're just like, oh, she needs to go to the dentist. Uh, she feels bad about saying the F word too much, and um, she likes to do math. Yeah, I've seen your notepads. Yeah, they're and, uh, they're only for me to decipher. Yeah, well, we besides that, we're both wearing pink because, for our topic today. Which is, you're going to figure it out. But first of all, make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to yeah, the podcast. You guys have been, and we really we, appreciate we it. We really, really do. Go to, um, you can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. You, you can, can also- You can watch it on YouTube. You can watch it on YouTube. And uh, we're on all of the the grams and the twix. The socials. The X's and the Y's. It's the X now, yeah. Whatever it is, we're on it. We're we're happening, people. But uh, yes, today we are going to talk in depth about Barbie. Barbie the movie. We are giving you the opportunity right now to shut us off. If you are me, which this is how it works, and this literally happened at the dinner table last night. Um, Finn's like, I really want to see Oppenheimer. And I go, don't you tell me that you saw one single thing on it. I don't want to know what you've read or what you think you saw. The answer is no, A. And B, don't talk about it because I don't want to have one spoiler before I go to that Oh, okay, yeah. She was very adamant. For a second, I thought you were going to say, because like if somebody doesn't want to see it or they don't like Barbie and I was going to say, every person should go see this movie. I I 100% agree. But I just feel like we should say there's going to be a lot of spoilers. It's all spoilers. Don't think that you can listen to our podcast and get what the movie's about. You need to go have the experience yourself. It's that good. Because I, I heard from everybody how much I was going to love it, and I didn't I didn't believe everybody because a lot of times like people go, hey, have you seen this uh, great movie called Chariots of Fire? And I'm like- I don't think uh, anybody's- no. well, I mean, like all these Oscar-winning movies, I, I, don't, I don't always love them. Barbie, if you don't love Barbie, I don't know who you are as a human. I don't know. I love B-sides, you guys. I like something kind of weird. Well, this, this would make sense because it's a B movie. It's a Barbie movie. Barbie See what I did there? It's movie. a Barbie movie. I'm you guys, I'm a I do feel a little tired today and I'm definitely a little raspy. Oh so I'm gonna gosh. be the male contingent of this podcast. Well, I am too. I'm everybody's just gonna think, boy, that that one's like a very short uh man with <laughs> <laughs> I mean, is that what they're going to think when they're, they're going to think that you you aren't very tall based on your your voice. 
<clears throat> yeah, you can tell it's coming out of a, a smaller frame. Okay. Person. Let's talk about Barbie. Okay. If you haven't seen Barbie, Barbie is directed by Greta Gerwig and has the most amazing cast. And basically the story is that this one Barbie is ha who is the very unfortunate looking Margot Robbie, not attractive at all, not a perfect specimen, not super cool, not none of the things has not been blessed in any direction. If you don't know who that is, she's being willfully opposite. I'm it's it's upsetting how gorgeous and cool and nice she's and genuinely yeah. down. She's like you can't Margot Robbie just has this reputation of being like the cool, like the cool chick that just says the thing. She's not like um, a princess, which I don't think that's the right word to use, but I'm just saying like, she's not a diva in any way. And she, she was the producer of Barbie. So when they would go into these meetings, she would say the hard stuff, which I think outside of her being this really talented actress, it just shows that she's also this really incredible leader, which I just get so excited about. Now sidebar, I had heard years ago that, Amy Schumer was attached to play Barbie and then changed her mind. And she had said like, or answered a question in the affirmative that when she was attached to it, it was a different script. And of course, it, wasn't it had to be as, uh, as much of a feminist story as it is. And yeah. I, I, I hate, I don't care. After watching it, I'm going to use that word. I don't care. Oh, that's one of, that's going to be my favorite thing to talk about on this episode is I believe that, Greta Gerwig has single-handedly rebranded the word feminist to mean something that finally, for a lot of us who have struggled with that word, it clicks in. It Because Greta Gerwig, who I've always adored as a director, she directed Lady Bird. She's just like, she was an actress to begin with, and then she did um, Little Women. She did um, Lady Bird, and then she did Barbie. Obviously, Barbie having this like massive budget and being like a real big swing for a, for, for a a woman director to get that opportunity. And she just, every interview she's in. Because all the dudes have always had Always the dudes have directed everything. But the thing is that I love about her, that I got like really overwhelmed one night and made a TikTok and it didn't post, but I really did feel like I was like in a moment, is the thing I love about her is that she expresses herself with all the things that make one feminine or uh, have feeling and and it's no less impactful because we tell women you know you can't you can't associate feeling or anything with it or tears because then it's less impactful or it needs to be more or masculine it's less logical, it's, less less logical. it's not as intelligent okay so that was the first time i cried so sidebar i brought my kids to it i did too and yeah kristen said it was okay i looked up i'm we're, we're like, it's it's our own fault that we have like not let our kids watch anything that's like not a kid show. So they're starting to though. So I I checked like commonsense.org to see like what it was and all this stuff. I was like, oh, I'm I'm okay with. It's all of just that. innuendo. There Can was I tell nothing you that about it. Was it. A freaking like previews beforehand that was all. Oh like, oh for sure. Oh my god, I had no idea. The trailers like, will kill you. I had no, like, I, my husband and I were just like, the, our daughter's between us, my son's on the side, and our heads were bobbing back and forth. I was yep. like, hey, Seth Rogen, I know you don't have kids, but some yeah. of us do. Why yeah. do you have to do a trailer before this movie that doesn't have really any swears in it? I'll I tell you, think. trailers and billboards will kill you as a parent Jeez. faster than the movie you're seeing or anything. You're like, oh, I didn't know that um, when you bought 
work boots. It has to be with a thong bikini. Like attached. woman. I yeah. don't understand that. Yeah. Yet. And or you're like, like driving through your neighborhood and those American apparel ads where geez, the girls are like, just all crotches, just all crotches. It's, and my daughter's like, you know what I want her to do? Put on some pants. Please. All of us <laughs> like, do. I want her to put on pants too. But I have to say my, I was a hot mess watching this movie because there were so many things on so many different levels that like affected me and resonated with me. And, uh, but a thing that really heightened my emotion was that my daughter who is eight years old and there are themes and there are things that are like over her head. Well, she hasn't experienced them yet. She hasn't, but she was leaning forward in her seat watching like, you know, partly it's like so beautiful. It's like eye candy. It's incredible. It yes. Just, it makes you happy created. watching it. And that in itself is magic. But she also said at one point, she goes, but why isn't there just a place for women? Yeah. And I was like, go, I go turn and say that to your daddy. So yeah. <laughs> like, and then at the end of it, I go, what do you think the movie means? And so I took pictures of her, which I can post on the podcast during the movie because she was so into this movie. But at the end of it, I go, what, it, what do you think that that movie means? And she goes, that real is beautiful. Yeah. I think they're Finn and Eleanor were um Finn I was really impressed with. At no point did he it was just great for him. He wanted yeah. to dress in pink, he wanted to be a part of it. Yeah. I I um I will say if I had to say one little criticism about it. And this is where I this is why I love this movie so much. There was at one point I was like is this getting a little heavy-handed in sort of this um that like every line is an impactful line about the struggles of being a woman, honestly. But but it was just a different version of storytelling. Then when I left, I can't stop thinking about it. So then yeah. I know it's a really good movie. Like if I see it and I'm impacted, that's one level. But if it just keeps coming into my my ether, then it's a movie that kind of changed my DNA. And yeah. I just read this great tweet that said there there is we have BB and AB before Barbie and after Barbie. I mean, there are so many different levels of that course, this movie and hits. Probably, yeah. But no, I, I thought one of the most interesting things was at the end, Ken feels like Barbie has been meant to feel for years. 100%. Where he's like, feels like he's in, forced into competition with other people. Yep. Which, you know, men are naturally, I think, competitive. I think it's like ingrained in them. But like, I feel like, what you're just saying where where women are like f feel competitive i feel like that's been kind of forced upon them a little of bit 100 percent. but i thought this movie did a good job of reminding us it is this endless sea of we can help each other and collaborate with each other and be open and you and i have had such wonderful experiences with women and like we get to see the best best versions so when i talk about that it was just in an effort to say like those themes in the movie are very strong and it reminds me again of why it's like so cool to invest in women and to allow women to tell stories the way they want to tell it. Not that it has to be done through the lens of the way a man would tell it, but that that creative person is unique to themselves 
be a, their gender too. You know, yeah. she took this story and told it the way she wanted to. She was a huge Barbie fan when she was a kid. She's she was talking about that like the sets are all. This is what I love. They're all practical. They're all so there's no special effects. So when they're on that boat, there's like guys on the side with like streamers like making the water look like it's it was moving. So, great. so she said everybody they were in London when they were shooting um uh the principal of photography and it was gloomy out so when everybody would walk in it would literally the doors would open and it's all that pink and blue and and everything and she said people would literally their moods would lift and I was like what a great reminder that like pink makes us feel good like we can it's such a metaphor I get so jazzed every like device in in the movie like those those are like where they're on the this the jet ski and the it's hilarious hand a mic all of that they're just they're all devices that you 1000% believe in and they make sense to you and like all of the ex what I would consider like exposition there was a lot of exposition but but I loved it I loved it because it all made so much sense it's fantastical but like I bought into all of it me too like you just just told me just go okay they're gonna take a jet ski to a boat and you're like yep they're gonna take a boat to a thing you're like it was just incredible storytelling I agree that so basically what it is you've you've seen it and if you haven't you you're okay with spoilers is Barbie in Barbie land is being affected by the girl who plays with her in the real world. Which so is America go, Ferreira, who yeah. kills it. Who has to, oh my God. I just That monologue, chills. just look it up. Just, just read it to yourself over and over. Oh my I have God. A it's a copy on my phone right so now. It's so incredible. But I mean, I cried certainly at that part, but at the beginning part, I cried just in that like opening montage where they're showing what Barbie Land is like. Yeah. Oh, I have to tell you my rubs about. There were two things in it that I was like, it was perfect except for these two things. Okay. And um, but in the beginning montage, there's like this um I don't know if she's playing an attorney that's arguing between oh, it's my favorite Supreme line. Court, yep. And she said, Look, I can be all of these things. She I, says, I can be emotional and logical at the same time. Yes. I I want I got I have goosebumps. I have, can that be a thing? It hasn't felt like it it's allowed to be, to be a thing. It's that women have to be so stoic. And we've always said this too. Like, if you are going to be a woman in comedy, you better be twice as funny because you're not. No like, one's going to give you a break. And they're also going to think it's perfectly fine to fucking mansplain during your shit. And like. If we had a nickel for every oh, time some guy said to us. Like, we had some bro oh, this I, last weekend when we were doing our show that said he wanted to do our comedy show. Well, you know what? Do this go, for 25 years, Yeah, go buddy. fucking get in a club and actually build a set. But you're not... <laughs> don't, that's a different... Because we've been... I'm going to get down the... Yeah. That's yeah. another... That might but, be the second podcast because I literally... <laughs> oh, God. I just want to shred that, bro. Oh, God, yeah. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, Jen. Hey, Kristen. We're going to talk about one of our favorite things to talk about, which is Redfin. That's which right. Which means 
Real estate Real listing. Real estate, baby. Oh my gosh. If the one thing that Jen and I love to do is go to any city, use the Redfin app and find areas that have houses for sale and pretend that we're going to move there. Yeah. That's like one of our I'm favorite like, I'm fantasies. I'm not even looking, but I might now. I might now. And if there's two, we might definitely. Yes. Um, Redfin updates their listings every two minutes and sends you personalized recommendations. So finding the home that's perfect for you has never been easier. Yeah, if you see something that you like, you can book a tour straight from the app. And when you're ready to buy, an experienced local Redfin agent can guide you through the whole process. And if you're looking to sell, Redfin agents know how to get you the best price possible for your home. That's because they sell twice as many homes as other agents. I mean, I've bought from them multiple times in my brain. Right. (laughs) With a listing fee as low as 1%, Redfin's fees are half of what others often charge, which means you'll have more money to put towards your next home. I mean, home buying, home selling, it can be stressful. So look to Redfin to help you with all of your buying and selling That Redfin app, baby. All you got to do is put search nearby. That's what we do. Search nearby. Yep. And I'm going to put in... Uh, too much square footage and way over my budget, but I just like to look. Yeah, let's look around. Let's redfin. Let's move. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Hey, Jen. Hey, Kristen. I would like to talk a little bit about stressors, both big and small. I know at this time of year, you're both feeling stressors, both big and small. And I know I am too. And I would just like to say that BetterHelp is therapy in a safe space to get things off your chest. And if you want to figure out how to work through those big and small stressors, go to BetterHelp. I have to brag about this, um, our connection to BetterHelp, because I know so many people besides myself who have benefited from BetterHelp. Yes. I mean, therapy, just I can't say enough good things about it. Everybody needs it. Why don't they just teach this course in in high school, right? Because everybody needs it. But like I suffer when I have good stress and bad stress. Yes, it's stress. All of it feels overwhelming. And sometimes you need somebody to just talk to that can help you sort through your thoughts. That's right. And if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule, which is exactly what I like. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash Hard today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash hard. There's a lot of, yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, there's okay. a lot. There's a lot. So, okay. But the, the two things that bugged me, I didn't like the last joke. I thought it was the laziest uh, of the whole thing. Okay. That's a big spoiler, big spoiler, big and spoiler. And I know what, I know what. What do you think it should have been? I Do you want to say what it was? Yeah. Yeah, it's that. Well, she's the setup. She's in a car, and you think she's going to a job interview. Yes, and she walks in. It's close up of Margot Robbie. So at first, I have to like remind myself that I'm not French kissing the screen, right? But then she says, "I'm going to the guy. I'm here to see my gynecologist." Yeah, because yeah. it's set up earlier in the movie that she doesn't have genitals, which is one of my. F- Okay, Ryan hilarious. Gosling, when he goes, no, I have, I've, I have a vagina, I have all the things because yeah. he's like so God. ashamed in the real world to say that he just has the plastic. That was kind of the only setup for it. And I know what she was trying to say was, I have balls now. I'm real. I have a vagina. Well, you know. Yeah. But it, it didn't feel that. It didn't feel that well set up to me. I didn't laugh. 
but it, it you I, do- I can agree with that as I think about it because I would say it felt tonally different. It, yeah. it felt tonally different. It might have been really awesome for her literally to go into a job interview. Like it, it might have been great, but I can see why they did it. Um, it wasn't the thing. It wasn't my takeaway. No. And, it, and what it, was your other rub that, that was that one that they make a mention that there's no uh, female Supreme Court justices in the real world. And there's four. Right. Which I sort of feel like. Here's the other thing. Not only do you have to be really funny, if you want if you want to be a feminist, you better know your shit. Like yeah. you have to be able to defend your story. And there's four Supreme Court justices that are women right now. So that like everything was what we deal with except for that. Yeah. And, and that kind of just bugged me. Like it was a reference that and, and it was funny because my husband said the same thing. Now he I also breathed said, right through that part. God, you know what I couldn't get enough of was Ryan Gosling and Michael Sarah. And I go, do you see my face right now? Yeah. Of course a dude would say that. Yeah. I was like, what the? My, my rub is like I told you. I felt like there was a couple times where I was like, there's too much like talking about problems and not moving forward. But right when it felt like that, it would move it would forward. Move forward. Yeah. But again, it's just a different type of storytelling. And it impacted me because I left and I, in the, in the post that I said, cause I took the kids when we were at um, the Pachanga resort, I, we went to, in Temecula and went to the movie and we had like those really awesome seats that like recline and my kids did not recline at all. They were so into yeah. it. And Eleanor and I, we, here's what I think is so interesting. There were definitely a few moments that I was caught off guard of how emotional I became. Me too. At the idea of some of the things that without even knowing it, you just endure as a woman. And it's not a victim thing. It's just the truth. It is, um, you know, dealing with your skin starting to look different as you age or being in, unsure of yourself when you're young, when you would give anything to go back to that age. Like all of these, this perspective towards women, towards themselves and the outside world is has criticism attached. And it, and this was a real like colorful um, a representation of that. And I felt caught off guard by some of those moments that made me feel like, well, A, I'm proud to, to be who I am today, but also like, man, that shit ain't easy. And my daughter's not going to be able to like outmaneuver it. It's some of yeah. it is just part of growth in life and this world we live in. And I felt like um, at those moments when I was caught off guard or emotional, my son would turn and look at me before I had, oh, because he was Mine were so feeling aware. sympathetic and yeah. empathetic towards me. There was obviously some. Well, I don't know if that's why mine were looking at me, but they looked at me. They were really oh, like there was, shocked by how. There's one moment in the movie. With the old woman? Yeah. Okay. Because that part got me mostly because I had read that Warner Brothers wanted that scene cut. And oh. Greta Gerwig bought them and said, I don't know what this movie's about if that scene is not in there. I think the threat of that movie would be gone if that what movie if that wasn't in there because that did so much in terms of um grounding the story in true love and the love between a grandmother like a grandmother's love or a maternal like an older figure being there and yeah. then guiding this new person like i mean i had all the feels in a moment it did everything it was like i saw like like it just put illuminated like the women in my life that have been 
impactful and just in those simple gestures like make you feel very vulnerable and make you feel like you want to cry but that's okay because that's what we're saying is what makes women extraordinary is that we do feel shit yeah you and know i one of the parts that i got emotional that was pure comedy and i do think ryan gosling deserves like an oscar I, nomination I agree. for his performance i fucking like, agree I, I really do agree and i think he i 100% agree with that. He has these monologues and they're not like, they're not so long. I, I swear I was on board for every single one of them. And he says something where he's like, he's like, I like the world where I don't have to have a master's or an MBA or I don't have to be educated. I can just be a man and that puts me ahead. Yes. And he literally like says it out loud and it brought tears to my yeah, eyes. Yeah, he says, I'm a man without power, so does that make me a woman? Oh, my God. Yeah. And oh, I, I'm i like, and it, it, like, yeah, it made me feel like, like you're like trying to get your shoulders back and, you know, sit up straight. And you're like, man, sometimes this, this you know, things are hard. Yeah, you it, know? it is. And I thought it like, it what, what it does is showing like this, this is where I thought it did a good job, was that, you got to see both sides of the male totally. and female perspective. It wasn't like like it is the most female forward thing I've seen my whole As life. As it I should think. be, and it shouldn't be fucking equal. And it's perfectly fine that a story is female forward. Yeah. Also, it's already earned a billion dollars. So thanks. Yeah. But I do feel like the story of Ken, the male perspective, is like I got really sad when <laughs> like Ken takes over. And all of Mojo these Dojo. women, Mojo Dojo, Adobe Mojo yeah. Dojo, Mojo Dojo Casa, Casa House. Yes, he, so, he is. He's like so dumb, and all of these so women hot. are serving beers to them I while know. they like. But he's so fucking funny. He's so funny, and he's so hot. And then the end where Barbie. Okay, this is a spoiler too, obviously. But when she holds her creator's hands and she sees, gets the flash of what the life of a woman was. It. I lost it because. It wasn't all the typical things that, like, a man would say is the life of a woman. Right. It, it was the flashes of you drunk with your friends or, right. like, eating too much and, cake or, yes, you know, like, yeah. Really moments that I do treasure. And that's what convinced Barbie to be real. Yeah. Like these is that you would like, still take all of the hardships yes. to have any kind of the realness is so profound. So Barbie comes out at the same time as Oppenheimer. And this could have been a real ugly thing. And Greta Gerwig and Margot Robbie, they start this thing where they go see Oppenheimer and Oppenheimer goes and sees Barbie and everybody's celebrating everybody. And I just think what we're seeing is everybody playing a classy game. And it's yeah. wonderful. And it's wonderful to see these, the, by the way, there's a lot of people behind the scenes that are also making this thing happen that can be celebrated that you will never know who are they are. But like, you know, all the background actors in um, Barbie are dancers because Greta Gerwig was like, I want dancers because even when dancers stand still, they look like they're going in some direction. And I was like, she's so smart and paying attention to every detail. Yeah. God, do you just want to live 
in that Barbie dream house? You know I do. I, I am currently trying to convert my house to be the Barbie I'm dream house. I'm telling you, I've already made a plan for Halloween. Yeah, it's I'm, in motion. I'm going to support. I'm going to help in any way I can. There's I'm, a GC down the street. And I was like, look, man, I got an idea for three Barbie boxes. I know I'm going to make it happen. And he's like kind of laughing me off a little bit like, ha, ha, ha. I go, Mm-mm. no, no, no. I need your help. My husband, you know, cooked up 1,800 dogs at the fourth of july you're gonna thing. help yeah. you're gonna help me put together these boxes because i got a really good idea that i think you're gonna freak out so i i yeah i this it's, movie is too is God, it's total eye candy and it, it was, is such I, eye candy i told and it's here's how much it's made for women is that i told brit i go those sets were the real toys they were like the ambulance and stuff like that they were the real toys that we played with growing up like, how about all the barbies coming back in there was the Barbie that you lifted the arm and the boobs grew. It was like, oh, um, my God. like growing up skipper or something like that. Jesus. There was Midge, the pregnant one. Yeah. There was, so Alan. <laughs> you know what, what bugged me? Do you not remember Alan? No, I remember Alan. I didn't ever have an Alan. I didn't either. But um, Delilah said, that is creepy, a pregnant Barbie. And that made me sad because I was like, well, what? why is, what's creepy about that? Because you like, know that after all of the humping we've made our Barbies do, one of them gets knocked up. Hey, real life. Listen. Real life Barbie. Listen, real life Barbie, you better not be hitting it and quitting it without some extra plastic on yourself, if you know what I mean. If yeah. your genitals are going to touch, they if better have a protective. If there's any chance you have a vagina, you better <laughs> You better cover protect that it yeah. with another piece of plastic. Yeah. Uh, the, the, yeah, yeah the, the Barbie hot tub won't do anything. Yeah, Barbie. That doesn't yeah. stop anything. That's an urban legend, Barbie. Exactly. That, that Barbie hot tub that's in the, the triplex of that house needs to be only occupado by one person. Yeah. I thought Ryan Gosling's chest looked fake. It was so shredded. I think they had did airbrushed. They, did they? Yeah, because Britt asked me, he goes, did they put like the, the he chest also plates did from endless 300? Pilates. God, he, plus he, oh my God, he's such a good dancer, you guys. He's for real a good he, dancer. Go back and watch Ryan Gosling do um, dance team when he was like, or dance um, recital when he was like, I think 11. This kid, it's incredible. And they, they were asking him on an interview because he's wearing this like, you know, MC Hammer pants and an MC Hammer shirt with like the bat wings. Oh, yeah. So he's got all this glitter on and stuff and he's dancing with all these girls and they go, um, he goes, you know, you're going to see this and you're going to think, oh, I was, uh, I was made to do this routine and this uh, and wear this outfit. And he goes, those were both my idea. I love him. Yeah, he he just handled the interviews so well. People, these guys, did so much press and answered so many weird questions. But I love when they said, how are you going to protect your girls from some of the themes that are in this movie? And he goes, "Um, well, they have an excellent mom, so I'm just going to follow her lead. And I was like, you're a Knuff. You're Knuff, Ken. My husband asked me the other day, like, because he hears our interviews and stuff like that and gets frustrated sometimes by the questions that we get asked. Oh, I know, because they're so tropey. He goes, you know, no man ever, if he is like shooting a movie and he is gone for two years, do they ever say, what's going to happen to, to your kids? kids? I know. It never gets asked. And if you're like, if you, I can't imagine that you're a woman and this shit has never happened to you. But like, the reason this movie is so important and that like, dads see this movie so that they can empathize with their daughters at least is that like Kristen and I were out of town 
doing shows this weekend. And this guy who had numerous issues, though, mm. was like getting into our space while we were just trying to have lunch before the show. And Mm-mm. he asked why we were here. And we tried to ignore him. Tried I to tried to him. not answer be because I just didn't want – I was like, I'm not a very good liar. And so like he's like well, – he just wouldn't leave us alone. He's like, what are you guys doing here? Or why are you guys here? I said, we're here on work. And I left it at that and I was trying to sign the bill. And then he goes, well, what do you do? And I like – in my head I was like, play dumb, play down so that this just goes away. But You should say rodeo from now on. Well, no, that's too interesting. I I said, I go, um, next time I'm going to be, I'm, I'm, I'm an actuary. But yeah. I go, we're comedians. And he 100% thought I was lying, that we were lying oh, because yeah. if you say how that, dare then- we? And then what did he say? He goes, I don't know why you guys think you have to lie about it. You guys look like, and he goes, you guys look like nurses. And I'm like, well, that's not a fucking insult if that's what you mean. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com He he said to his friend who came up, he goes, "These, these two said that they're comedians and he said, like, loud so we could hear it, I thought you were nurses. And I said, oh, because we're women. Women, yes. And he goes, why does it have to be sexual? And I was like, number that's one, that's not even not that the right, right term, dummy. Yeah. That's not even like you just. Because assholes like you. Yeah, like, because until assholes you fucking like you. learn and get some shame and don't assume, like, yeah, there's you loads know. of male nurses out there. Right. And also, Go fucking see Barbie, you dumb stack, so that like... Oh, God. We no can... way that he will. No. No way that that kind of dude will. Although I've been reading... I find this hilarious. There have been a recorded high number of breakups because of the Barbie movie because people are taking their significant others and to the like, movie. And they're like, that's you? And, or they're like, yeah. like, the big one is, why are you crying at this? And can you imagine having someone next to you? You're having like these like moments where you're feel like you're being seen for the first time yeah. and some dickhead next to you is like why are you crying like this and I I would be like well because I have to figure out how to drop your ass before we leave this theater sir well it's funny because uh well I don't know if it's funny haha sorry that's just my thing I say because of um if you listen to the podcast you probably know that's we, one of my segues um? no I say it's funny because all the time Oh, because when I, I listen to our all, podcast, it, I'm convinced I have eleven words in my vocabulary. Oh my god, it's it's shocking to do a podcast and listen to yourself back. You're like, oh, do I even say words not, ever? So sorry, fun. everybody. Don't Thanks review for it. listening. But I am a loud laugher at a comedy show, at a movie, at whatever. Because I have like, I've been she has to a cackle. one million shows where I know how much it feels good to have the ten people in the audience laughing. If if you're headed in the right direction, I will laugh at you. Also, I because be I'm delighted and hold on to your no, laugh. I be an easy laugher. I'm <sighs> just delighting in where you're going. I like I'm delighted by 
comedy. I have been, I always have been, and I will loud cackle. And so during this movie, like my husband loves that I laugh loud all I, the time. He's I like, love that you laugh. You loud. get invited to every comedy show because you you're great to have an audience. And there were some girls that were like 16 or 17, and a couple times I laughed, and they were like very visually like leaning forward to like give me an eye. What? What it reminded me of, and there's America Ferreira says it, her character oh. says it in there, which is so great. She goes, a lot of women don't like women, or a lot of women aren't feminist, and they don't realize that they aren't. Or you that know? they're judging women. I know. I really think you like don't be don't be um scared when a woman doesn't follow the rules it doesn't take your power it's exactly. she's it's probably opening a door for you she's not exactly taking anything from you like laugh really fucking loud and don't date or marry a guy who doesn't like, like your, your loud laugh. laugh right i it's yes i believe that that is something that we have to learn but also if it is true that there is this sense that well, let's just say that there's like some reason in evolution that women don't want other women to sort of go out into the world. Like they want the tribe to stay close. I don't know. I'm just making it up. I'm I'm saying like at this point in order to grow, we have to decide that we're going to be okay with supporting other women, right? And I think that that doesn't come so easily to everybody. I think there's some people that are real team players and there's some people that aren't. We have to flex differently. And like, I, that's why Barbie made me feel like a really proud to be a woman and really um, proud to be a woman that likes to wear pink and that I have my own sense of um, femininity that like there's like, you know, um, campfire Barbie and she's she's hanging out with like glowy Barbie. Like there there's 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 like a place for all of us. And, and weird Barbie, which is the weird most Barbie, wonderful which is thing ever. Probably the one I'm most closely related to, if I'm going to be I honest. I mean, she was phenomenal. It's Kate McKinnon. Who Kate plays McKinnon. Weird Barbie. When she said we all, she, you know, she talks with that weird voice mm -hmm. where she's like this and she's like, we've all had that Barbie that we like drew on and burned their hair. And I was like, where the fuck were you burning her hair? Oh gosh. I had a Barbie that looked we identical cut, to her. If you didn't cut your Barbie's hair, I don't trust you as a human. We no. all thought a bob would look good. And there's a reason that Barbie still doesn't have a bob. Yeah, you can't pull it off with those with, with where the hair goes no, in. No, it's it's not made that well. But I, I was gonna say one last thing. Oh yeah, I totally forgot. I, I have, loved. I, I loved the beginning of this movie with the little girls playing with the dolls, oh, and then yeah. Barbie comes in, and they made the point that it was the first time that little girls were allowed to play outside of being mothers. That they were able to right. play lawyers and doctors, and like I, I mean, I was obsessed with Barbie growing up, again, mostly for their dating life. I just like to rub them together in as many yes. positions as Ken was always naked or just didn't, he was Donald Duck in it. He was always without pants. But I thought that was such a wonderful observation that like these baby dolls kind of kept the girls in this like yeah. sort of like childlike place, whereas Barbie made you like excited about being a woman. And by the way, I never one time looked at a Barbie and was like, that's what I need to look like. I never was, I did it more with Pamela Anderson. Oh, but yeah. But like, I never looked at a doll and was like, I need to have a tiny waist and big boobs. Yeah. That wasn't a thing. But I know that that was a pushback with a lot of feminists is they felt like Barbie set us back because of her curt, you know, because she's thin and little and whatever. And I was like, that didn't do it for me. I just, that wasn't how I associated what I was supposed to be in a negative sense. Like, Right. Those influences were more 
who I saw on television. Right. My, I, I, uh, I totally agree with you. The thing that I was going to say that I forgot to say, but I think it brings everything full circle, is I said to my husband, I feel how when women come to our show and they tell us how it made them feel, that's how I feel. Yes. I feel seen and yes. I feel like it, it was – really magical feeling for me to be like, oh, if this is an inkling of what they feel like, I will do this till the, the day, day I, I die. die. Yeah. yeah. Um, our hot flash, we're going to make it Greta Gerwig. Hot flash. Hot flash. Hot flash. Yes, because, please. And if you know her and... Um, if you could just send her a quick message that says, um, I love you. Please call me. Give me your address. I'd like to stop by at your earliest convenience, which means right now. Yes, I'm sure she'll do that. And maybe we'll post this clip because then I just really want her to be my friend and I want to know her. Yeah. And she's adorable too. And but I might want to kiss her a little bit, but who doesn't right now? Who doesn't? But you Greta can also over be adorable and be a super genius, creative powerhouse. That- I've got to listen. I've got all types. And I'm also married to an Irish dude. So that being said, I have a mom box. So this, you're going to love this. Okay. Okay. So you make me cry. I don't want to feel anything. Uh, I don't know. No, it just, it really ties together a lot of. What we've just been talking about. Okay. This is from Cookie. Cookie D. Cookie. Hey, ladies. I'm sure. So this is before we did our last shows. Okay. okay. Hey, ladies. I'm I'm sure it's premature to say thanks for a wonderful show, but I'm <laughs> sure we are going to have a wonderful time. I also want to tell you thank you. Thank you for being a part of our Soul Sisters existence. The four of us bonded over the years and big parts of big parts and memories of our sisterhood have included you too. Thank you. Tonight in Bend, Oregon, there should be four soul sisters having a wonderful ladies night that we've been looking forward to attending for months. Tonight in attendance, there will be three. Our fourth soul sister is being cancer ninja kicked and is kicking cancer's ass. Sidebar, we gave her. Yeah, we, we did, a did a message for her. for her. While the unknown is still very real, the goal is to meet her grandbaby. So since laughter is so healing, we are here. We're here for our sister, Anna, wiping away the tears and ready for a wonderful night full of laughter. Thank you again for being a huge part of our soul sister group from Weed, California, Weed. who brought us T-shirts that said Weed. Weed. And wore t-shirts as a group that said weed. weed. That's fantastic. And we're just going to send out all the... the Love and good vibes. Love and good vibes and healthy vibes. And um, we met them. They're wonderful friends. And Such like, a good bunch. And times of trouble, you want your your bravest and your best around you, you know? They were awesome. Um, well, I think we podcasted, Jenny. Okay, Go see think, Barbie and let us know what you think. Hey, and, Barbie, I think we podcasted. Hi, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. Hi, Barbie. Bye, Barbie. Bye, Barbie. Bye, Barbie.